0: CliffCentral.com.
1: On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to The Good Stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Linderkew, the good things guy. So, what's happening in the world? We've got protesting... Boom, protesting all over the place. There's a whole bunch of information on the news right now, if you're looking for it, about social grants and the debacle that we wait for on the 1st of April. And then also, um, w- which is being shared like rapid wildfire on social media. How ironic. But the government is going to try regulate our social media is something that they're busy chatting about. Um, We're not going to talk about that, because that is not what the good stuff is about. The good stuff is Cliff Central's very and happy hour where we concentrate on all the news that really matters i know you can get um news if you tune into radio stations every hour on the hour if you open up your web browsers to the various mass media news channels you'll be able to get the stuff that is happening in the world what you won't be able to get is what you get right here the good news uh there are so many incredible things happening in south africa and the world right now and that's what we aim to bring for you is that stuff and um no, no difference. Every week we come up with really crazy stories. We get incredible interviews. With phenomenal South Africans This week we're going to touch on 19 new stations planned for the Kha train. So if you're living in Johannesburg If you're living in the Pretoria-Johannesburg area In the next, and they say 20 years Which the article's like, we'll get into it now They're actually mm. starting in the next two Which is pretty cool, the, the first ones are going to be opening um, We've also got a story about a South African farmer That went viral <laughs> for shaking his ass um, They made South Africans laugh And they were sharing that all over social media And then another story which I want to touch on which is flippin' amazing. A company has just 3D printed an entire house in 24 hours. The house has got three bedrooms. Um, it literally insane. went from nothing to something in 24, 24 hours. hours. Imagine we could do that for the rest of South Africa or even the world. It's a complete game changer for the housing crisis. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. No bad news here. So Kerry and I will kick off the show with our regular catch-up. We're going to pull some way back into um, the studio. I don't know where she is. She's hiding away. She ran away. After the last week she giggled like, and she ran <laughs> she's like I don't want to be on the show anymore please don't drag me in but um, I'm he here's the thing get in here get uh, in here uh, uh,
2: and there uh, she is social
1: media has spoken and they were like that millennial can be on air yes. every week we want to hear what, what she has to say so we're going to we're going to catch up <laughs> with her in a bit um, and then Kerry's going to bring us the top five good news stories somewhere in the show yes. we're going to be bringing you the top five good news stories of the week the stories that have been trending most on social media uh, it's fully audited by no one, so it's not like we have PWC it hiding in the us, back us. G- giving you the wrong results. Um we, we come up with what we think is the top five. Yes. So that's actually Kerry's job. It's my job. That's what she gets paid to do, Kanda. And then also today we bring you our special feature around developing disadvantaged communities. Proudly brought to you by Play Your Part, an initiative of Brand South Africa. We're going to be chatting to an incredible South African assisting in developing historically disadvantaged township communities. Imagine if they could build a house in 24 hours. Exactly. If we could get the crowdfunding to get that, it would change. That was my
2: thought yesterday. I'm like... I even started planning it in my head the way that I was watching it on the video. I'm like, hmm, this could totally work.
1: So I, uh, you know, that I like action and I like doing things. And perhaps what we need to do is try action our listenership to, um, to crowdfund. This. Yes. If we could crowdfund one of these machines, mm-hmm. uh, just one, we could build 365 new houses that's in one it. year.
2: Yeah. That's a every day. lot.
1: Every day I'm every building. Every
2: day, every day.
1: Um, all right. And then we're also going to get uh, the guys from Holla Daredevil Run. Do you know what that is? Of course I know what that is. Did you see the oak sitting in the producer's lounge with no clothes on? Mm, just a speedo. Just purple speedos. They're all about the purple speedos. Um, if we were in Australia, they'd call it the budgie smuggler. The budgie Oh, wow. That's what they call it there. They call a speedo budgie smuggler. <laughs> I'm, I'm finished. I'm <laughs> the, not even <laughs> joking. Listen up and get inspired. If you want to get involved in the conversation, you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or Brent Lindacre or Kerry Stain, or you can send us a message via our official WeChat accounts, or you can call 55189. or you can WhatsApp because we have a WhatsApp number, a WhatsApp number that I get right and the producers get wrong. The number is oh seven nine seven four eight twenty ninety. If you want to get in touch, the screen is open here. I can see your messages. 2090 2090 did you just double check
2: yes i was because they've changed it here
1: did you pwc audit that
2: yeah i did
1: it just, because
2: they changed it according to your notes
1: just checking just checking okay so we got some pw she's in the studio what's happening
3: i'm good man
1: welcome back
3: <laughs> thank you so, for having me back social media has spoken
1: <laughs> so for those of you that don't know um, i'm gonna call some pw producer but she's actually an intern and she's all about uh being a millennial she's 21
3: yes 21 yeah i'm 21
1: you don't look a day over 16 thank you uh she's 21 and she's in touch with what we're not because we're old yeah we are old. so we bring we bring the youngins in to catch up on what's (laughs) happening in the world so first of all i want to speak about social media okay that's your job. You work in social.
3: Yes, I do.
1: You're not a, I mean, you're not a social activist. You're all about social media. Yes. And you, I mean, I don't even, you might not even know this because you don't read the news, but um, they're trying to regulate social media in South Africa. Did you hear about it?
3: I heard, and I... Good luck.
1: Good. Well, this is what I was thinking, right? Good luck. They, so... And and they being a broader sense of the clever people who are supposed to be behind being clever, um... They, and I don't know who they are, but they try to regulate Netflix. And maybe it was Netflix trying to regulate Netflix. And if I have to ask you, or a lot of people in South Africa, you can get American Netflix, even though the clever people from America are trying to regulate it. How the hell is our government going to regulate our social media?
3: Uh, they're not. They're not. Uh, they're not. If Home Affairs is still...
2: Upside down.
3: Thank you very much. And SARS is still... You Upside know, down. Thank you very much. Um, then I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think social media is going to turn around and we're going to be told that you can say this, can't say this, can post this, can't post that. Nah, it's not what, cool.
2: Unless they get to a point where they're like, let's switch it off.
1: Well, no, like, like they wouldn't be able to do that. No, because the country would cease to exist. Our economy mm-hmm. would fail. Um, not because of social media, but because of connectivity and being connected. Um, they did this in China, though. and And like in Dubai, you can't in Dubai. It's so regulated that I cannot... WhatsApp call a friend of mine in Dubai Because the country's like, no
3: Yeah, but that's a very different um, Country in terms of They've always been a country that's been always government regulated. Where South
1: Africa is not. No, we're 100 ca- right. Yes, so it's
3: be- also a
2: culture thing.
3: Yes, for them. Um, even in China where mm. it is more strict, it's kind of like they've grown up with that, yes. and that's all they know. Whereas with me, I'm like, you're not gonna tell me anything. Like, child, no. I've been doing the tweeting No, bye.
1: And uh, hey, bye, Felicia. <laughs> um, we're, we're a democratic country, so just by that in itself, we yes. have we have the democratic right to go. Actually, I have a, a voice, and I have an opinion, and if I'm gonna put it on social media it's going to go there and good luck government yeah, good, good luck
3: good luck you know I wish you nothing but not the best
1: <laughs> My, so lo- last week we pulled Simpson here yeah, and the, I mean how would you how would you have watched the Oscars if you didn't have Twitter exactly
3: you, you know I would have been like that girl I, I don't know what you're talking about no you, uh, no, like, no you, uh, I'd be like what happened you, oh you, who's that you would have
1: you would have had to have been old school and actually watched TV mm. how oh, mm. pathetic How pathetic.
3: Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's exactly
1: how I feel. Ain't nobody got time for that. That touching on the social media and connectivity, and I mentioned Netflix. Like, we're able to do American Netflix and Hulu and all of these great things. So... That's changed our TV viewing, I yes, think. Yes, it has. Last night, I was sitting at home, and I was like, ah, oh, Monday, I'm going to eat a fresh salad because it's no meat Monday, and I'm going to drink water because I'm being healthy after a rough weekend. And I was sitting on the couch, and I was like, there's nothing on TV. Is
2: that when you tweeted? I mean, when you message and you were like, hello, everybody out there, what's happening?
1: I did. On, on, I used my millennial <laughs> fingers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you know that I'm one foot in the millennial grave. <laughs> me too. I've got like one foot in the millennial yeah. side and one foot out, so I'm on the cusp is yes. what they call it. Okay. But, but I went onto Facebook and Twitter and I was like, yo, peeps, what's happening? My Facebook mofos. Can you tell me like what's good on Netflix?
3: And the respond was...
1: I got like five million messages.
3: Wow! And you were like,
2: I
1: can't watch all of this. <laughs> no, can I tell you what the problem with Netflix is? Yes. You can get lost on Netflix searching for something. Mm. So you can literally spend like an hour looking for something good to watch. Like being on Google. There's so much choice. <laughs> wow! And there's so many titles that mm. I'm not able to do it. So so I put it out. I put a call out on social media. And who do you trust? You trust your mates. Oh. You trust the people that you interact with. Mm-hmm. I found the best stuff to watch. I was I was in like series heaven last night. I watched funny shows. I watched a little bit of a scary show. I was like watching everything just oh, to try and get a little bit of everything. And that is the next point: is like social media regulation. pa 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 pa. pa um. The, the way we consume media has changed. Drastically. I don't need to get home by six o'clock to watch Igoli anymore.
3: Not at all. <laughs> or I have to watch the repeat the next day. Yeah, wait. <laughs> bunk,
1: bunk school so that I can catch up on Igoli. Exactly. Not a chance. It's Everything's available at the touch of your fingertips. And if the media houses that are in control of basically the monopoly at the moment, if they don't catch up with the curve... They will be left behind yeah. because last night our mainstream media company in South Africa didn't give me what I was looking for. So what did I do? I looked elsewhere. Yes, yes. and I found it like that instant and was all digital. All, all digital. <laughs> so they're not going to be regulating nothing. They're not going to be doing that. We'll, we'll be okay. I want to quickly touch on one more thing before I let you go and actually do your job. Okay. So you're you're young. Yes. And you're proud of it. Yes. Um, have you ever heard of King Kong?
2: Uh, yes. The movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> she kind of looked to the side there and she was like, I hope I'm gonna get this right.
1: So, so I'm, I, I mean, this is gonna be a self-punted promotion for mm-hmm. me. Okay. Just do it. Just do it. I, I I'm lucky enough to be able to play on radio, and I'm lucky enough to be able to do a couple of things. And and part of my day job is organising events and and activations mm. and those sort of things for my clients. Okay. Because client cli- that's where the money comes from, right?
3: Sounds like a cool job.
1: So it's an it's an okay job. Okay. You know, it it affords me a bicycle. That makes me happy. So um. I, I, and, and for the past eight years, we've, we've always done, and I love my clients and I love the work that I do. And I'm so exceptionally, exceptionally happy to be where I am. Yes. But about a year ago, um, my business partner and myself decided that we would start concentrating on. Creating our own events. Yes. Our own.
2: Experiences.
1: Our own events. Yes. Our own events. And like, it's pretty cool. At the end of this year, in September, there's going to be something called the Good Things Guy Conference that we're going to do just all the stories and and all the good news. And that that's I so cool. It.
2: High five. High five.
1: High well, five me. Well, that needs to be <laughs> high five. But um, Cliff Central will be involved in that, which I'm quite excited that's about. That's amazing. So, so awesome. everybody will drag you in. <laughs> But one thing that we did is is we came up with this idea. So you know, at, like outdoor theaters, right? There used to be a thing called the drive-in.
3: Yes. Do you remember those?
2: Well, did I've you ever go them, to one?
1: No, I've Aww. just seen them on
3: movies, and I'm always like, one day is one day. Guys. That is so
1: sad. <laughs> <laughs> She's never been to a drive-in. <laughs> so, so so if you, you had this. Um, you'd get to the drive-in, yes, and you'd roll down your window, and I say roll because back then we didn't have little buttons. No. You'd roll down your window, <laughs> like that. And then they would come and they would put this tray that hung on your window. And that's where like your milkshake and burgers and stuff would yes. go. And the speaker. And then they'd give you the speaker. And it, it was it was weird because the speaker also went into your ray. Yes. Like it worked double whammy. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'm not sure what the technology was, but it was advanced, eh? Mm, very. It was advanced. So they gave you like this little walkie-talkie that you would stick in your window. And then it would tune to your radio and the movie would be in. Your, your radio car. In your car that
2: sounds so cool yeah. It was super cool And then cool. you'd sit
1: and watch This big screen movie Right So that, that's basically What it was all about Some people <laughs> try to rehash that And they've put together These outdoor movie things Where you go into a park And you sit like on a valley That's really not comfortable And the screen's not that big And you watch like Old movies like Forrest Gump Because they can't get the rights For anything else <laughs> So my business part of myself Were like no We want to do Incredible stuff. Yes, we want to do amazing stuff. So we came up with a concept. We went to Sterkenco. We said, "This is what we want to do," and they were like,
2: "Yes, okay. we want it."
3: All right.
1: So this coming Thursday, we're doing the pre-release launch of the new Kong movie, Kong Skull Island.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: We sold a thousand five hundred tickets. Wow. That is amazing. On get this, the biggest screen in the southern hemisphere that we've flown in from Dubai. Wowzers Because that's what you do The sound is going to have Concert sound That's going to be Banging in your ears Like crazy and every single food stall and anything that where you can get food or drink is all crafty. So it's like craft beer, craft gin, craft popcorn, craft meals, craft waffles.
2: That sounds like heaven. So it's a proper experience.
1: There's some tickets still available. I don't want to, I don't want to self promote and pun too much. I'm just excited that That's very exciting. after a couple of years, no, we're, we're in a place. So Zimbabwe, so if you want to come, let me know. And I
3: want to Oh, I'm, can I bring a plus three?
1: A plus three. <laughs> let's, let's talk after the show. It's at St. Stylian's. Three. <laughs> but um how exciting. Yeah, mm, That's awesome. How exciting, yo. So that's the plan for this week. And I'm just I'm super excited about having oh, thank you for being on the show. Okay you can now go back to your <laughs> thank child. you. We'll talk we'll talk about Kong afterwards. Yes, please. And listen, I love having you in studio and so does Twitter. Twitter we're like bring her back. Give her and follow chance. me and Just punch yourself again.
3: Follow me at Tetwa Instagram it's, and Twitter.
1: It's that easy. Thank you for being on the show. Now get out Have of my studio. Have a lovely
3: day.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I d- the only reason I brought that up is because I literally, it's like one of those stories where you, um, you start a business in your garage. Yes. I did. I know. Eight years ago.
2: And I think this is amazing. It's cool. No, I it's think cool it's cool. to great. be a part
1: of. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to be tweeting from there from the night. I'm yes. not, I'm not working. I'm going to be sort of part of the experience. Mm. And, um, I'm excited to be all about Kong, Skull Kong
2: Island and Stokinical.
1: And Kong and Skull, Skull Island. Well done, whatever. That's cool. Okay. So every week at approximately 10, 18, 10, 19, it's something that we've started. It's called, um, 50 seconds of fame. And this is where we give our listeners the opportunity to do whatever they want. For 50 seconds, they can sing, tell jokes, play an instrument, or even promote themselves live, on air, and forever podcasted. Today, I've got someone on the line, and again, I, so I like going into this completely blind. Yes. I have no idea who I'm speaking to. I, <laughs> I have a, a telephone number that we've called, that we've dialed, um, and and apparently... It could be a he. It could be a she. But her name, their name, is Her Majesty the Queen. Uh, this is your fifty seconds of fame. Go for it. Maximum
0: recording time
1: reached. Oh, that didn't work. It went to voicemail. Oh, it's an interesting voicemail. Seven five though. one. Got the number. Got you have the mailbox of zero seven. Oh, it looks like we've sort of missed them.
2: She doesn't want to talk to us.
1: Should we give it one more try? Well,
2: they don't want to talk to
1: us. Should we give it one more try? try. One more try. try. Just dialing the number. Just dialing the number. Let's see if it goes through. Let's see. This is meant to be your 50 seconds of fame. We did pre-play. I sent you a message. Eh? Is anybody there? It says calling.
2: Third time lucky. I
1: think it was the time. It was meant to be. 10.19 10.19 is where we were going. Uh, hi there, Her Majesty the Queen. This is your 50 seconds of fame. I'm going to hand you over to the microphone. Um, three, two, one, go.
0: Good morning. My name is Laura. i uh, the co-founder of Her Majesty the Queen and the managing director. Um, the Her Majesty the Queen is a woman empowerment movement with um, its vision, as to eradicate poverty in disadvantaged communities by empowering women with the skills, tools and information to be self-sufficient and improve the economy of our country. So we're hoping to do that by giving training and development to women. We have um, programs like cooking, baking, uh, business skills, and forex trading training, which will be offered for free to women. And we're also holding seminars where we will uh, educate women on how to start the business, run it, and manage funds within their entities. That's what, um, in a nutshell, Her Majesty the Queen is all about.
1: Absolutely amazing. Um, I'm not going to let you go just yet, Her Majesty the Queen. Could you just give us a website or a social media plug so that we can get hold of you?
0: All right. Um, we do have a private uh, group. It's called Her Majesty the Black Queen. The reason why it's private is because we're also discussing our personal lives and uh, a lot more. So it's only for women. And then I also have my own uh, website, uh, sorry, my own uh, Facebook group, which is called uh, Laura Macapola. They can get hold of me there, and then they will get all the information needed.
1: Absolutely amazing. We're going to put all of that online on so that people can get hold of you and um, and they can experience this as well. That's our 50 seconds of fame. It, it was an idea that I came up with to just let people promote themselves, self-promotion. And it's kind of crazy. Because every sh- person we've had is—they're trying to do good stuff, right?
2: Yes, and I think it's amazing.
1: That's not—it's not, uh, it's it's not, not anything else. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. When my heart stops beating, and my blood turns cold and oh When my heart stops beating, and my breath won't flow. And oh, when my heart stops beating. When you go, oh
0: no, I'm
1: just good things, AJ. Always, just good things. That's um, that 50 seconds of, of fame or whatever. It really works. She's just sent me a message um, thanking so much. And uh, the Wild Hearts Foundation, who we had on lot last yes. week, they've just sent a message as well, going thanks.
2: Oh, i loving it.
1: So it's just people, good stuff. Um, you know, if you want to promote your business, if you want to speak about the good things that you're doing, and uh, we give you the opportunity to do it. We give you the space to talk about those good things. Every week we get to interview incredible South Africans that are doing amazing things. And this week is no different. We have an organization in studio with us that uh, work on developing historical historically disadvantaged township communities. I feel like I'm tongue-tied, which is quite <laughs> embarrassing. Um, welcome to the studio, guys. Thank
2: you
0: so Thank much you very much. Much.
1: I'm going to ask you to get really close to the microphone. This internet radio thing is, is not that scary. Up close
2: and personal. Get up close I'm and... close enough.
1: That's better. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Mabato. Yes. And
4: A- Aleph. That's good. It, it, did I say it correctly? Yeah. <laughs> I listen to Aleph, Aleph, Alex, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> and and you guys um are from this
1: organization. What is the organization called? It's called Reza. Reza. And where where are you guys based?
4: Um we work primarily in township communities. So in Johannesburg we work in Deep Soot and Orange Farm. In Cape Town we work in Fisanta Kral and in, um, in well. The free state we work near tabong in the township called honey park and what's so, when you say
1: work inside the townships what what are you doing inside the the in the townships
4: it's a good question we we do holistic community development so we our programs revolve around four main elements which is education healthcare, skills development and enterprise development so in one community we will um, preferably have a business hub a mobile clinic or a normal clinic uh, preschools and a skills development project so i'm primarily focused on youth youth and unemployed youth well
1: that that's one of our biggest um resources that we can tap into right mm. is the youth and mm. if we're able to to uplift the communities and educate the kids and, and really just give them a start in life
4: that every kid should have um you guys are on the back end doing that i guess so i our aim is, is for particularly youth then to become self-reliant, self-sufficient, so to say, and in getting them to a higher level of income so that in the end of the day, people like ourselves are not needed in those communities anymore. And that's, that's how, where our entire model of community development is, is based around.
1: And sort of When it comes to Developing communities And getting involved And assisting That costs money Right mm. That costs money And, that, and that's a lot of, uh, of What you would be asking for When, when you're doing These sort of things mm. Where does your
4: money come from? Um, we actually debated About, about that earlier on um, Our money comes primarily From from a number of sources The, the first source is CSI and, and even though BE in South Africa Has been under a lot of debates For NGOs It's magnificent In, mm. in no other country be a, companies actually get something back for giving and that that's in that sense it really works and so so most most come from companies like philips idc Telecom, um epsa experience larger corporates who have been with us for a number of years and sometimes you have an individual donor who provides a sponsorship for an entire project but in the end of the day what what our aim is is also as an organization to be self-sufficient so we're trying to find ways in 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 running our organization almost as a social enterprise indicating Mm -hmm. you need to make an income uh, as as an NGO um, in order for you to be self-sufficient
1: well i i think uh, that word is, is so important if you say self-sufficient Because as a company, as an organization You want to be self-sufficient mm. You need to be ult- sustainable And exactly. ult- ultimately mm. you want to help um, That the people that you are serving And that you're helping That they become self-sufficient as well exactly. um, and, and by doing that it's, it's such an incredible thing Because you uplift one person And they're able to uplift another And it's this knock-on effect Where people are literally picking themselves up And helping each other
5: You are actually so right. And what I've noticed is is that in the communities that we work in, a lot of young people are from, uh, disadvantaged backgrounds and a lot of these families are child-headed families. So now when we, uh, when we, employ these young people and say come and take advantage of our opportunities, they're able to actually become entrepreneurs. Now when you're an entrepreneur, Mm. you're able to employ others and when you employ others, you're able to help your family as well and develop your, your family as well. That's exactly it.
1: Well, that, that's what it all comes down to, is, is helping each other and uplifting each other. A lot of the people that I speak to and when I do interviews and, and sort of meet incredible South Africans or people doing work that you guys are doing, one of the questions that we have and, and one of the things that we discuss is, why does it mean so much to you? Like, if, if I look at you mm. and you're working so hard at uplifting, and it is important because as humans we should be doing that, mm. but not everybody does. So the, I mean, I'm putting it out there. What inspires you to wake up every morning and to help your fellow human beings
4: you know what the thing is in South Africa um, we're still the country with the highest inequality in the world um, according to the they call it the genie curve mm. and when you drive from from let's say for example Sentin, and Alex is right next door yes that inequality, that in injust- in in a sense an injustice that people don't have the opportunities that they should have in life, that drives one to 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 want to make a difference in that. And for me particularly, that was that's what what I what I wanted to bring change about. It look people when they get it, when they get possibly opportunities, then it's up to them to t- to either take advantage of those opportunities or not. But then at least they've had an opportunity. And I think that's what we're trying to provide in township communities. Say, look, guys. We know that life is not easy. We know that the the community you come from is not always easy. There's there are major issues relating to extreme poverty and violence, and particularly also gender-based violence. But if you can get to a state where you get a higher income through entrepreneurship, with the backbone of having good access to healthcare, with your children having access to education, with you being upskilled, then you can. Make a difference in your life and in the next generations to come, and you can leave a legacy behind and seeing that work in communities is amazing and seeing people f- being from an unemployed mm. youth to a business owner and being proud of the business they run that is really cool and that 's why that's what's very rewarding yeah. very well and,
5: I, adding to that, we have a team of young people who are passionate about. Uh, people. They've left corporate worlds and then they've joined an NGO Mm -hmm. because of they know how it is to help a person who's disadvantaged and they're giving it their all. So I'm also proud to be one of the team members who are in this organization because I'm also as proud uh, as Everyone else in the organization
1: is. Well, the, the, only reason, the only reason that you're sitting here in studio today is because you. it's the difference between doing mm. something and nothing and, and being that change and, and sort of actioning change. And you decided, I want to be on radio. I want to come and talk about my story. I'm going to send that email. A lot of people don't take that first step. And I'm just talking about an email and getting something done. Mm. In life, people don't take that first mm. step. And you guys are affording other human beings the platform to be able to help to take that step. To make a difference. If people want to get involved, if they if they want to throw money at you, if they want to give their time, if if they could help
4: in any way, how do they get hold of you? Um they can reach us on on our office number, which is 011-462-7431 So zero one one four six two seven four three one. Or you can send an email to hello at reza dot org That's r-h-i-z-a b-a-b-u-y-i-l-e dot org um i would can just um yeah send send us a message on on whatsapp or an email whatever it may be um like I said We work primarily In township communities We we haven't particularly Explored the rural communities yet But there's always a way People can be involved Either it be as a mentor For an entrepreneur Either it be practical By painting a school Even though you know, That must be under supervision mm. um, Or it be um, In a motivational talk Whatever it may be People can always be involved Or f- through CSI mm. Through corporate social investment for, Through their companies It's that easy To get involved We're going to put All of that up online So that our, our listeners And
1: our readers and everybody that's involved with Cliff Central can get involved too. This is The Good Stuff on Cliff Central, where we give you the platform to do good. Doing what
4: I do Never stop pushing through
1: I haven't gone for singing lessons yet, so I don't want to, I don't want to go down that path. I might just get messy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um Flipman, they're doing really cool stuff in the township, and I really want people to get involved with them. Um, I think what they do is fantastic. I actually saw Paige, you know Paige from Huddle Up, she's yes. here once a month, her and Kirst. Um, they are the dating site for charities, they mix these corporates and these individuals together, and she actually got excited when she heard them talking. Do you know them, Paigey?
6: No, but I actually, I'm glad that, sorry. I, move away from this but I really do I love coming on the show because we get to Come and we'll get in contact with people that we, we really want to um, mm. work with. So it's an amazing, amazing stuff. So no, I man, it's see. cool. There's yeah, there, there are there's so
1: many people um, in the world, not just South Africa. No, we're not going to be short-sighted and small. There's so many people doing incredible things for different causes in mm. different spheres and, and things that matter. Um, and that's what you guys do as well. So um, Paige, Pe- uh, uh, she gets here every first of the month. Uh, her and Kirst. Kirst is invisible today. Um, I'm <laughs> sure she's busy working on some sort of good... Cause and that's why she can't be here. We understand, but I'm glad to have you here, Thank and you. I want to hear what you girls have been up to.
6: Sure. Well, it's, uh, I can't believe it's the third month already of the year because it's just going by so fast. Um, and we have been involved in a beautiful and in beautiful initiatives already. Um, we yesterday, thanks, uh, Kerry, put us in contact with the Cura schools, so um, we're fetching lots of uh, old furniture yes. for our two projects. One in Pipitopan. Uh, I
1: heard about that. That yeah. was under the wavelength. There was <laughs> all sorts of um, a school had taken Super over, exciting. and there was all sorts of yeah, and the yeah. furniture and you guys are going to go collect that what are you going to do with it
6: so yesterday curse and i went on a site visit with one of our clients to a school in germiston called the hawk academy so that we're going to do a full story on as well because there's just so much to to, to try and get through just today um but it's going there and then also the cop primary school so we have been getting a lot of requests and we are tending to them but it does um it goes far beyond donations Swamp. yeah we are but, but it's good um so the first thing today we launched our um fourth flagship project on our Huddle Up website, which is Bonner Lacedi. Um yeah, it's great. So exciting. <laughs> yeah. And um so Bonner Lacedi is a community based uh, nonprofit organization running out of Deep slit, and it's a daycare and aftercare facility for people with disabilities, uh, ranging from early childhood to mm. adulthood. And they've been going for 16 years already. And um, they're offering uh, community-based services aimed at re- rehabilitating people with disabilities and in order to facilitate their social inclusion, because we all know there's a big stigma um, with mental disabilities. Yes. Yeah, so we're wanting to change attitudes. And um, so there's programs like this where they're, they're helping the, the, the students and the, the adults with physiotherapy, um, occupational and speech therapy, um, and any needs that are... You know, That's amazing. Palsy, yeah, so there are plans for a new permanent infrastructure, which we are building. Or we are working um, towards. The total cost is going to be about fifteen million. Small change, yeah. But it's a whole I just new-
1: like I feel like I, I wish that we had cameras in studio because Paige, this is this is not derogatory. I feel like you you are such an old soul, mm. but you're so young, yes. and you're doing so much to give back and to continuously give back. You wake up every morning, and that is what you're doing. And it's um, you know, it's inspirational to sit across from someone like that and and to feel your energy and and to hear what you're doing day in and day out. You. You... We're not part of the corporate world. You were like, "This is what I'm doing."
7: Yes, yeah. I'm
1: going to give back, yeah. and you made a career out of it, and you're yeah. doing good things. I still remember I met Paige on a f- on a farm. Yeah, um, there was a there was a sheep that was trying to hump me. We were giving away pies. Yeah. It was a ridiculous story, but pa- Paige is doing great work, yes. and and I really just wish that people could see that.
6: Thank you, thank you, and it's it's not a job that we all do alone. So, sure, you can get me emotional. I <laughs> um,
1: no, don't get emotional. You've been you've been with us long yeah, enough to probably. not get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> but,
6: um, yeah, being on the ground, you do realize that it's a, a collective effort, and there's so many people out there doing magnificent work, and it's just great to be a part of other people's stories. Um, Kirsten and I are just kind of putting the, the puzzle pieces together, mm. but like the guy at uh, Bonalocedi Agrippa he's been there for 16 years he's sure. working against all odds and he's creating the most magnificent program for so many people um, and then yesterday we also we had the, the chance of meeting um, was the last week Partners for Possibility so, they're,
1: they're an amazing oh they're an amazing initiative yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah we even
6: went to Ned Bank and um, we had an event there and we listened to everyone's testimonies and everything and so Partners for Possibilities they're combating the, the crisis of education in South Africa we know that so important um, 20,000 out of the 25,000 schools in South Africa are dysfunctional, mm. and uh, they're busy targeting um, this issue. and they, there's, a, there's a revered story to be told with Partners for Possibilities. So they take um, business leaders and CEOs and, and partner and pay them with, um, excuse me, with um, uh, principals from mm. schools. Um, that are in need of assistance, so whether they come in in, in terms of organizational structures, um, at least principals are able to to run schools differently, but then CEOs and business leaders are leaving. Um, with a lot more understanding of what is actually going on on the ground in the education system. So,
1: because sure. of people like you, and because of the initiatives that are happening in South Africa, I can honestly say, and I can honestly say this that I believe it in my heart of hearts. In in 18 years from now, when we have these these kids that are starting today matriculating, mm. uh, that generation is going to blow this country out of they the really water. They really are. We You're are so going right. to have we're going to have leaders that that are going to change yeah. the face of South Africa, and it's yeah. for for things like that and what you're doing. Yep. I don't know if you remember with the CEO of Sleepout, Karen from um, yes. the, the Jo'burg City yeah. City Council. Yeah. So her schools that she runs, the community,
6: hours. Yes. community yes. hours,
1: they have a twin school. So yes. all these privileged schools with all their money and all their goods and all their stuff, they literally are looking after other schools. I can Which tell you amazing. Now, 18 years from yeah. now, it, this country is going to be so different with oh, yes. leaders. But that's of, what
2: they were saying about the, millennia- and the millennials is that they, they are not for... Um, Material stuff—they all for experiences and helping other people and doing things that are, you know for change.
1: Kerry, I love you, but that's a whole other show. I don't, no, know, I don't know. I don't know if we have time to speak about. No, we're not. We're yet. just
2: touching it there. Just,
6: just t- t- touch- touching.
1: <laughs> don't, don't touch me on my In the studio. studio. Yeah.
6: But, um, I mean, what's amazing is that Partners for Possibilities have got – we celebrated um, their f- uh, over 500 partner um, that they have they've, uh, at this event that we had. And they've got um, more than 400 schools, more than 270 organizations involved sure. so far and many in lo- uh, local and international awards that they've won. And they've uh, – I went on their website and they've got – pages and pages and pages of endorsements and big companies that are sponsoring and even Desmond Tutu was just wow. good people yeah he's just going on about partners for possibilities so it's really important that we, we drive this we speak to every CEO we speak to every c- person who's an industry leader that wants to give back um, and it's more than just sponsorship it's giving your time and building No, well, we, we always yeah.
1: say that it's, it's also about mm. giving your time okay but we're running out of time okay, and so- I, I, I just want uh, before we, we chase you out of the studio um, give us your website your social media, all of those good things.
6: Perfect. So, if you want to contact us, contact us on info at huddle up. Do you a ever give your cell phone today? number out? Um, we have before. Uh,
1: you'd get like random dates, hey, Paigey. Yeah. <laughs> it's not
6: the kind of dates I'd like to be taken on this. <laughs> like, I need you here. You need to be here. So. Okay, but, so um, so email. And then page or curse.huddleup.ca.za um, or go and visit our website. we Our Facebook page, our um, Twitter's is huddleup underscore za. Um, and thank you to everyone who's literally joining the journey. We are... We're growing and it's beautiful. It, so is, beautiful. it and is beautiful.
1: And you know, it's exciting to be a part of that. We've, we've been there, not from the start, but sort of we came in midway like a half baked cake and, um, <laughs> we got to experience Paigey. Thank you, Paige. Thank you for having me. That's thank amazing. Um, we've also got someone else in studio, but she's only one half because the rest of her naked, um, person that was supposed to be in your Warwick, is running late. So Esty's from Cancer. That's C-A-N-S-A. Um, it's an organization that we, um, believe in, uh, that I do a lot of work for and that I will continue to do whatever I can. Because I believe in in what you guys are doing. Um, Warwick is from the Hollard Daredevil Run, and he's meant to be running around here in a, in a purple speedo. But um, I think there's traffic or something.
7: I think he might be actually running around in, in traffic with his purple. <laughs>
1: <laughs> la- I went to the launch, and he's like all for it. Let me take my pants off. I'm going to get involved. I'm like no n- no qualms whatsoever.
7: I quite inappropriately asked him if I could slap his
1: bum <laughs> because as soon as you see a man in a speedo, it's just like right. Oh, his- and there we go. You can slap a bum. <laughs> (laughs) You can slap a bum. Run cancer out of town. Um, Warwick has joined us. He's actually, I don't know where he's run from. Have you run from the Holland (laughs) offices?
2: Just about, yeah. yeah just about. Just I found bit. him. A little warm
1: up jog. <laughs> well, welcome to the studio. I'm Thank glad you know, it's nice not mate. a cold day because yeah. <laughs> you've got no clothing on. Um, I have a man again. I, I do this every year and I blush every year. A what guy, is that about? I don't know. You're sitting in a speedo. It's, you know, I get into speedos too and yeah. I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the run as well. I'm, I'm not scared. Um, still slightly uncomfortable. Still slightly yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> maybe, maybe for our listeners, um, what is the Hollard daredevil run?
8: So this is a run uh, that's used as a vehicle to get publicity for male cancers and what can be done about them. So it's about early testing, driving an, an awareness that early testing can save lives. Um, so really the run is actually the smallest part of the thing because it's all about getting the message out there that men need to test themselves, so that they can test themselves um, and that they should be doing
1: that from, from as young as 15. What, sure. I, what I really like about this cause right? because cancer, and, and I'm not talking about the association, cancer as... as the disease mm. um, is—it's the statistics are scary. For the amounts of people that go undetected and haven't been tested and don't know, and it's something like this run that is actually quite fun, mm. that is talkable. So people people are talking about it. They can get involved and have fun, but it also touches on the serious nature of it that that it's important to be tested, that you can be tested, mm. and that you could possibly save your life if you tested in time. It's
8: exactly why we're involved. You know, as Hollard, we believe in taking ourselves taking what we do seriously, but not ourselves. And this fits so nicely because it's a serious cause. But really, the run itself is a hell of a lot of fun, um, if a bit terrifying at first, both to spectators <laughs> and participants.
1: So, so I've done. I did the run last year with my. It was my dad and my brother last year. I dragged them along. I was like, "You guys, we're going to get tested when we're there. We are going to run. It's going to be incredible." And the year before, I did it with a bunch of mates. This year, um, I won't be doing it in Jo'burg. I, I know I came to the launch and, and all of that. Um, I'm going to be in India with 30 of the top bloggers from around the world and I'm getting a whole bunch of speedos from Hollard Hades um, oh, giving wow, me a whole bunch fantastic and we're going to be running around Kerala in our oh, <laughs> speedos that's, that's sort of the it's plan it's not Delhi because then you would be the Delhi daredevil
0: <laughs> that <laughs> is are you in so marketing no, that's, been, no, that's like, what?
1: perfect that's perfect no man so that's, that's my plan for this year um, I was pretty sad and bummed that I, that I couldn't be there and then and then Hades who's part of um, the, the Hollard team she was like why don't you just take a whole bunch of speedos with you and you guys go run in India? And I was like, that's brilliant, That, that is, is brilliant. absolutely brilliant. And so I'll be doing it over that side. Um, if people want to get involved, if they want to do the run, where do they go? What do they do? So it's very easy, it's all on the website.
8: It's com. All of the venues, all of the routes are up there. Whether you're running in Durban, Cape Town, Joburg, or Mbombela. So,
1: I mean, you're doing it in
8: more locations
1: than one. This started out in Joburg, right? It started out in Joburg.
8: There have been satellite runs um, to a less or greater degree of organisation um, through the years, but this year we're we're in four centres and 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 hoping to hoping to make it bigger because it really is a message that deserves to be out there.
1: I love it. Last year when we were running, um, one of the one of the my favourite bits is that it's in the middle of peak hour traffic. So you got all these cars and stuff, and all these cars and speedos, and it's just fun. Like it's really fun. Yeah. Um, the,
8: dri- the drivers are uh, the drivers are amazing. Every year we we get hooted at, we get whistled at um and, and and you know it's men of all shapes and sizes so it's not just it's not just running and it's not just hot bodies out there it's it's absolutely everyone so it's really good for a laugh as well
1: no man i made the mistake the first year of running with eddie rust and john oh. owens like <laughs> mr south africa and mr bachelor and like i it's after christmas i I've, i stopped giving him shit about my abs when i was 13 um so for me i was like bad idea next year i'm taking my dad and my brother also bad idea my dad has run 27 years of comrades so Goodness. It's like how embarrassing um sd from from cancer's point of view why yeah. is something like this important
7: you know men think they're immune to disease well at least they get in, man flu and then it's general. like tickets In general, <laughs> in general yeah i mean so many men think you know It's a women's thing or even if, you know, they're sick, they just don't take it seriously. And that's why we, you know, have this drive to actually show guys, listen, it's important to take your health seriously. It's important to know your body and to understand if something's wrong, you know, you need to get it looked at. So that's why we get involved. You know, it's just important to get that message across, to get yourself screened, you know, to go for the testing, to make sure you know your body and…
1: And, and I mean let's let's put it out there. As men, what sort of cancers are we looking at? What is the prevalent one You
7: know, the, the top four can or yeah, some of the top cancers in men is prostate cancer, mm. lung cancer, corposy sarcoma, which is a lymph and cell cancer, and then colorectal. So those are the top ones that are affecting men at the moment.
1: And the, the testing so I know as a as a, a myth there's there's Oaks in the bar Having a beer And they're like Oh you're going to go Get your prostate tested Or whatever Times have changed You don't Completely. It's it's now done With a little prick And they yeah. test the blood And I mean What is the process?
7: So we're actually Doing these tests At the um, Daredevil run So it's called A PSA Prostate, prostate specific Antigen test Which is mm. a little Like you said Just a little prick <laughs> On your finger A little blood test Um Which is It's just a quick And easy way To get a tested That shows Prostate abnormalities And then if it shows You know You know um there's something wrong, you have to go to a doctor and get further testing. But these tests are usually only for the men um forty and up. Because prostate cancer Is a, an elderly man disease if, As they say But it's mm. for Mostly affects men um, Over 50 So we do the testing For guys over the age of 40
1: And if I mean I'm I'm thirty 32 right So should I be getting tested Is that um, I feel young I'm healthy I'm a man I'm indestructible Like when should I start Getting tested You know if
7: I think family history ma- Plays a major role in it So if you know That your family Has a family history Of prostate cancer Or cancer in general It's more important To get tested earlier But like I said Prostate cancer usually affects the older men. However, testicular cancer which is the other cancer we focus on especially for the Daredevil run, usually affects guys between 15 and 39 so that's a young guy's disease and Very. that's something you have to be aware of and to test for regularly.
1: And I can tell you now, I mean you work with this on a daily basis, but I can tell you now that majority of Human beings don't know that that age, F- 15, are you joking? Yeah. It's
7: insane. Like and people like, don't
1: know that. Kids
7: as young as 12 get diagnosed with testicular cancer. I mean, wow. just imagine a kid like that. They don't even know that what to look for, you young. know. It's something you have to be aware of. And that's something you can test for yourself. You can touch yourself, touch your body, get your wife, your girlfriend to do it, you know, to test or to, to feel this is going to, I mean, hello. Okay. Well, and we're talking it, it, about balls here, but um, I mean, there we go. to, to touch your testicles, to actually roll your testicles between your finger and your thumb. Yes. to feel for any lumps or should abnormalities <laughs> we don't have a camera yet
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm coming Uh Warwick put your balls away
7: <laughs> but Josh I mean like if you feel any lumps it's a concern and you should go to a doctor to get yourself checked
1: what was really cool um, when you guys did the launch this year is you had these, these rubber testicles mm. and I know this sounds ridiculous mm. but we're talking about cancer and we're talking about the importance of it um, what I loved about it is that it showed you what it shouldn't feel like yes. because if you don't know you don't know Um, and these little rubber balls Mm. um, you could feel and you could be like holy crap well that is what it would feel like if it was a regular and now I have an understanding of what I need to be feeling for but you
7: know what we usually actually say it would feel like a grain of rice Mm. so that's a little just a a small you know it's not a lump as big as a golf ball it could be you know but it's literally
1: it doesn't start start out that way no it starts out
7: as small as a grain of rice so that's what you're feeling for
1: Mm. if I have to ask and and you're going to know the answer to this, but is there a, a, a case of prevention is better than cure? Is there a way that we could be looking after ourselves better, exercise, food, um, not smoking? What are some of the, th- or is that there? Yeah. Is that exactly there?
7: <laughs> you know, we, firstly, we don't actually talk about prevention because you can't prevent it. You cannot ever lower your cancer risk. And that is it by doing, you know, a regular exercise, eating healthy, like cutting out things like processed meat. Mm. And um, unfortunately, you, know, you can't have bacon, stuff like that. Rather eating seasonal fruits and vegetables and cutting down on alcohol and smoking, all of that are risk factors. So the, the healthier you are, the better your chances are. I'm not saying healthy people don't get cancer, unfortunately, you know, that does happen. But it's just looking after yourself and making sure that you do everything in your capacity to better your chances of not getting cancer. Yeah.
8: I would also imagine that it's if you're fitter you've got a better chance of fighting.
7: No, completely, yeah. And it's also about attitude. Ne- I've never you know? thought
1: of that. Yeah. I've actually never thought of that. If you're healthier and fitter No, the stronger
7: it- you are, the better you yeah, the better you fight. Yeah. pretty much yeah but it's also the the main thing is knowing your body i mean if you know um your body feels this way or that way, you know and you've Realise something's not right. That's that's the key. Knowing yeah. your body and understanding when something's not right. And, exactly and you're not you're it. not
1: going to know your body if you're hung over every day. Yeah, you're not going to know what's going yeah. on. Exactly. Pretty much. Um, so uh, the Hollard Daredevil Run. If we can just get the dates of when it's taking it's place. Twenty fourth of March. It's that easy. It's three pm at the same time all around the country.
8: Wow. We've kept it simple. We are dealing with men here, so we've,
2: <laughs> kept, we've kept
8: it we've kept it really simple. Um, three pm, twenty fourth of March, uh, Cape Town, Durban. Bombella and Joburg. The Joburg event starts at Zoo Lake, and we're expecting more than two thousand, more than three thousand men there. That's so, incredible. Yeah,
1: it's flippant exciting, yes. and I can tell you from a, a spectator and being part of it for two years, um, it does it does raise awareness. We're all part of it, but it's, it's a super fun mm. uh, you, for the
7: girls as well. You know, <laughs> you know <laughs>
1: it's, and it's and it's fun. It's fun
8: in, in a few dimensions, but it's also got a serious aspect. So we've had a lot of people run for. People close to them who are affected by cancer or people who have passed away. So many runners run in memory of, of, of runners. And we've actually got a team from Hollard this year who's running in, in memory of one of our leaders who passed away, um, of cancer just recently. So, so there's a poignancy as well. Um, but because of the structure of the day, it's not a heavy, Mm. it's not a heavy burden. There's, Mm. there's men out there. The the men are sharing the burden, if Mm. you like, of, of that. And, and that also makes it quite special.
1: Really awesome. We're going to put all of that up online so that people can get hold of it, that they can get involved. There is a pre-registration process because you're going to need a speedo before the day. Yes, um, and you guys do that like a week before. So yes, you'll collect you'll collect your speedos
8: um, at the Harlot offices that are closest to you. We'll be putting up the the venues for the collection uh, closer to the time. Um, it's a hundred. It's hundred and eighty rand if you don't have a speedo um, already. It's hundred and sixty rand if you do, and 10, ten rand of that goes to the ticketing system and the is donated to cancer Fabulous.
1: I think that That is an important part It there, really is, is that you're not Capitalizing or making Profit of something It's going back to A great cause mm. To really um, The money Where yeah. would money Like that go Research
7: You know We, we do three things Research Education And support so um, we do research on lowering the cancer risk you know things like that and can support to cancer patients who are diagnosed and their families and there's so many things that we do with them we've got homes where people can stay when they undergo treatment we do the screening mm. and then education of course sh- um, telling people about you know what they need to look out for going into schools into the communities doing health talks and ex- exhibitions so that's where the money goes all of those things are so important but of course this project is aimed at men so this is raising awareness for men and um, we've got a man van who does mobile screening um, for men like the prostate specific antigen tests and also to, do, to show men or to teach them how to do self-testicular examinations as well. So yeah, that's where the money's going.
8: Just on that point, the man van actually came about as a result of the donation mm. that we made last year from last year's run and the man van has traveled around the country to areas where education around cancer is particularly lacking yeah. um, and actually they've, they've seen um, more than 8,000 men um, and cool. actually identified a hundred 100 referral cases, uh, people whose tests shows, showed, showed up positive and needed to go for further testing. So, and we're really excited about that because it means that, you know, that, that's making potentially a hundred dads no, lives that were
1: saved through, through that initiative. And that's exactly why it matters because you're raising awareness. It's educating and you're making a difference. Um, and you know, I, it's a great cause and I'm, I'm really proud to be a part of it. Uh, even though I'm not, I'm going to be in India. You um, are going to be a part of it. International. <laughs> you're the first guy
7: going international with this. Yeah, I mean, we, no. uh,
8: that's hugely exciting. I, I don't think you should play
1: that i'm actually gonna facebook live me in india because it's it's gonna be that cool and for everything else i'll put this up online so that people can get involved as well both on cliff central um and goodthingsguy.com. it's been great having you in studio thank you very much for joining us kerry our time's up we didn't even get to the good news today
2: that's okay we'll we'll put it up on twitter we're
1: gonna put it up on twitter we're gonna put it up online social media (laughs) it'll be on both again cliff central and uh good Amazing people. The good stuff is proudly brought to you by Brand South Africa's Play Your Part Initiative. Brand South Africa, inspiring new ways. If you want to play your part and get involved or know someone who does, visit www.brandsouthafrica.com for more info. If you're playing your part in your community or know someone who is, let them know and they will get in touch with you. For more info on being an ambassador for your community or country, visit www.brandsouthafrica.com. South Africa, inspiring new ways. I leave you with something every week because I think it's important. And even if you don't care for it or you don't keep it with you, um, at least just listen for one second. There are only two ways to live life. One as though everything is a miracle and one to so that nothing is a miracle. I've learned to always believe that something magical is about to happen and somehow it always does Uh, that's the good stuff for this week Uh, if you want to get hold of any of the other shows just go visit cliffcentral.com it's that flippin easy because that's where we are Mm. and you can catch up with every single one of our shows Um, thank you and i hope you have a terrific tuesday
8: cliffcentral.com